I will teach you how to shake your ass and make some cash. <laughs> Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, I am here with the Lex Nevin of The Dressed in Lala. The Dressed in Lala. How are you? <laughs> Hi, this is really awkward because... Kins and I are sitting across from a bench, just staring at each other. <laughs> In my bedroom. It's a very professional setup. Yeah. Okay, so. so tell, like, kind of how you got started. Tell more about your business, what you stand for. Okay, that's a lot of questions. Okay, so I own Dressed in Lala. It's an online women's clothing shop. Um, our tagline is Rad Clothes for Rad Girls, and we're or I am just all about empowering women to wear whatever the hell makes them happy. And I've learned that that's a lot easier said than done. And so um, that's kind of been my mission is just teaching women that they can wear whatever they want, whatever them makes them feel like their most authentic selves. Yeah, that's awesome. Has it always been easy for you? <laughs> <laughs> to do that? Like, have you always, has it always been easy for you to wear whatever you want? Yeah, honestly, I always have. I like, I don't know, I, you, like, growing up, everybody had, like, talents, like, you played piano, you know, mm -hmm. or, like, a friend danced, or, like, this person played soccer, and, like, honestly, nothing like that was ever, I never had a talent like that. So, like, whenever talents were spoken about, I always felt stupid, because I was like, I don't have a talent. But I've come to realize that, like, me loving fashion and, like, how I put together outfits is actually one of my biggest talents. And so, weirdly enough, yeah. It's, like, it's always, always come easy to me. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that makes your boutique way different than everybody else's is you're really good at styling. And that really, like, shines through. And that's, I mean, that's a talent, like... That's a way better talent than playing the piano. Playing the piano has made me no, no money. No, the piano is really cool. <laughs> but, um, thank you. You're welcome. That's really <laughs> nice of you. So how long have you been doing it? How long, when did you start yeah. and how did the beginning look like? Yeah, you, I didn't really answer that. So, oh my gosh. So we're coming up on two years of being in business, like February 6th. Wow. And today is... Happy birthday almost. What is today? Like January 9th? So, yeah. almost two years, we've been going strong, um, and when I say we, I mean I. Yeah, when did you add to your team? Because you were a one-woman show for a long time. Yeah, let me kind of tell the whole situation. So, I started, long story short, I graduated college, and I was a marketing manager for a company that's local here in Provo, Utah, and I quickly realized that, like, wasn't my dream, even though I thought it was. And uh, so I decided to start Lala just on the side so I could go home and have something fun to do with, with my like nights because I was salary and it was just taking over my life. So I decided to start Lala. I've always wanted to like bring some more variety to like the Utah clothing game because everybody, it's changed a lot since then, but everybody was wearing the same things, and it was just, it was hard to find clothes that were, like, cool and unique. So, that was my goal. So, I decided to launch Lala. It was this little thing. I had literally, like, seven pieces, seven different items. How much did you invest in the beginning? Okay, that's a good question. So, I started Lala. I, I literally was poor. Like, 
you know, like I had this college degree job and I was a marketing manager and it sounds really cool, but no, like I didn't have lots of money. So I actually started Lala on a credit card and I think I spent, I mean, on my inventory, on like my label printer, like packaging supplies, everything. I probably spent like $1,200 total. That's like what I launched with. But like I said, I wasn't I wasn't planning it to be this big thing. It was more just, like, supposed to be, like, an, a hobby for me. And if you went back and had unlimited money, would you have spent more, or would you still start with, like, a small amount of inventory? I think, naively, I would have spent more, but I'm glad I didn't. Like, I think it actually really helped me to get to where I am now. But, um... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait, and let me think of this and this and this. I'm trying to remember all the things. Okay, so I launched Lala. It was this little thing posted on my Instagram. I didn't really build it up. Um, and within two days of launching, I was fired from my job, which is totally fine. I actually, this (laughs) is the best part about it because I remember the day before you being like, I was joking about it. You were like, I can't buy this hairspray. Like I'm about to get fired tomorrow. And I was like, no way is she going to get fired. I'm like, I'm very like intuitive not to sound creepy. We could talk about that later (laughs) if someone wants to. but it's her side business yeah I'm basically psychic on the side no I'm not (laughs) but I just like so after launching and I to just to like be clear I guess I never signed anything I was in the marketing department I wasn't like doing anything I wasn't necessarily supposed to do I just after I launched and I went to work that next day I felt a very weird vibe and it just like I don't know so yeah Kinsey and I were at Target that night and I was like joking like I'm gonna get fired soon so like I can't buy anything like I was literally joking about it and it's so funny now because I look back and realize that I like think that I manifested it because I literally felt so safe in that job even though it sucked the life out of me it was like the same paycheck every two weeks you know it was just security and so I really don't think I would have quit on my own because I just have never been like that So I look back and I'm like, I totally got myself fired. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to or else I wouldn't have gone full in. So I got fired. Um, I didn't want to stay there. I didn't want to fight for my job. I didn't care. I I like had basically had two choices, go find a new job or make Lala happen. And obviously I made Lala happen. And it really, really helped me so much because it put like a fire underneath my butt where it was like... I've talked about this before, but like I had no option B. It was literally option A. I wasn't going to go get another job that I hated. I didn't want to do anything else. Like this was it. And so I was going to make it work. So, um, how did you stay out of scarcity in that place? Like I can't imagine I quit my job like willingly and I still had really scarcity months. How did you, when you were fired, not like be like, I need to go. Like, how did you not have it? Do you remember me being scarcity? No. I mean, I remember you, but I never remember you, like, stressing and being, like, I need money. Like, you know, I I don't ever remember a time that you seemed, like, very stressed about the situation. I don't know. Like, I felt pressure to get a job just because my husband was still in school. I was graduated. Like, I felt this pressure that would randomly, like, be more intense at times where I was, like, should I go get a job? But I think that I just, like, just, like, dove in. And, like, if I had two orders a day or three orders a day and it was at least a hundred dollars I I like would break it down like okay I made a hundred dollars a day at my salary job so I just have to make a hundred dollars a day 
to like make up for it and that's not necessarily true considering like I had to buy product and stuff but that was like my goal I was just like I have to make a hundred dollars a day and so as long as I was doing that I felt really good about it but um so how did did you set any other goals besides that or was it just kind of you were more trying to make up what you would have had in another job um no in the beginning I didn't have anything to compare it to I had no idea what was normal I had no idea like what I was literally doing so I really don't think I set goals. I mean, I'm like a, a crazy goal setter now, but like back then I think like, yeah, I just was trying to make $100 a day. If I did that, I felt really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, I think like a month or two in, I kind of got a hang of things. I kind of like could tell what was going on, what people liked, what they didn't like. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff takes a while to figure out. But I think after like maybe two or so months, I was like, okay, so my weekly averages whatever, like 1500. So now my goal weekly, I would just like kind of see how things were going and then be like, okay, I think I can do that every week. And so Mm -hmm. I would slowly like go from there. Well, and it almost feels like there's been power that you didn't know it was normal. You still don't Mm -hmm. even know what's normal. Like what is normal? Like who defines normal? You know, like it's like, it feels like with you, it's never been like, I'm trying to reach that month that I heard so-and-so reached. It's always been yourself. Like you're the only person you're comparing yourself to. Yeah. Kenzie and I like were talking about this recently where people starting out are just like putting too much pressure on themselves like for example if I would have heard in the beginning of Lala if I would have heard that someone in my town was making 500,000 a year with their boutique I would have been like so inspired and been like cool goals someday but I never would have put that pressure on myself to do it immediately because how was I supposed to do that like you have to like I don't know you just have to like be grateful for where you're at and like like, show gratitude for where you're at every day and work towards those things, but I don't know. Like, you just... Well, it almost feels like you you were still subconsciously setting goals. If you were tra- thinking yeah. about, like, even sometimes it's, like, we want to set this goal for, like, okay, this month, but sometimes $100 a day is easier to hit than, like, I want to hit, you know, 3000 my first month or whatever. Yeah. Like, $100 a day is a lot easier. Yeah to manage. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just have to like, know, like, what are you like? Don't put too much pressure on yourself starting out. I mean, your whole first year is literally just you learning what's going on with your business, kind of learning who your customer is, kind of what they like. And I say kind of, because like you still don't know a hundred percent the first year, but you have a pretty good idea by the end of the year. And so the first year in business, I just really think it's important to like push yourself in a way that is like good and healthy but also like realize like you're just doing this and you're like, as long as you're showing up every day and you're being consistent and you're constantly trying to grow your business and like being authentic while you're doing it, you're fine. Like the first, do what you can the first year. It's just like learning. Yeah. The second year, now you have something to compare it to and like double that or whatever, you know, like I just really think there's something about like feeling, I just, I always hear people talking about like, I need to gain more followers or how do I hit this month of sales or whatever. And it's like, that's great, like, to have goals, but what about the 2,000 followers you already have? Mm-hmm. Like, when I started yeah. Lala, I started at zero, yeah. too, just like everybody else. I think like that's what people else. forget, is yeah. they're like, how did you get this insane growth? And I would say that you didn't start hitting, like, the big growth until you had been in for a year. I, you yeah. didn't even hit 10K in your first year, did you? When did you hit 10? Maybe it was, like, a little bit before the end of your first year. Yeah, I literally think, so I launched in February, and I think that my biggest month of that whole year of 2016, wait, 
2017. My biggest month in 2017 was uh, November because of Black Friday. And I want to say my it was like a 17K month. But other than that, most months were like 12K or under. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my first month was like, I don't even know. I mean, does I it really matter? It was like 1500 or something maybe. And then I like went to 3000 But it's so 3, crazy 000. to even think that like... Like, 1500 you start at 1500 you know? You started at, that's $50 a day. Yeah. Like, is that true? I don't know. Yeah. I don't do the math. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe, was $50 a day. Maybe like, it was a little more, but, like, I, yeah, it wasn't. I remember it not being that much. It was much, for like sure under yeah. 3000 or something. Yeah, I mean, I remember my launch day, that night that I, like, posted and launched. I want to say I had, like, mm, seven orders, and I was stoked. Mm-hmm. I mean, every order that came in. That whole first year, I would get so excited. I would run up to my little shop room, wrap it up. I just, like, I feel like that's something I did without realizing it, is I was just, like, so grateful every step of the way. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, a new order. Write them a note. I'm so grateful for this person, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I I remember us talking about growing our followings, but we didn't talk about it that much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this crazy thing. I mean, everybody's like, 10K, 10K, swipe yeah. up. But... I really think that I, I did good without realizing of like being really grateful for like the 3000 followers I had for a really long time. Yeah. And you made really like, you didn't have 10 K when you hit that, you know, $18,000 a month or whatever. No, I probably had 6,000 followers. It's like, you don't have to have these huge numbers to do really good months. No. It doesn't have like people associate and tell the story of like, I have to have this many followers, but... And you'd be really surprised that you see these other brands and I've like recently really learned, I've actually heard people's numbers recently where it's like people that have like 50,000 followers, their boutique has 50,000 followers and they aren't even doing half Mm -hmm. of, you know, what I was doing when I was, you know, a year in or whatever. So you really can't like look at someone and think that they're doing amazing because they have tons of followers. It really is all about like, I don't know, just like investing in the community you have right now and new people will come and they'll see that and then they'll stay and it will grow on its own. I'm not saying to not try to grow. Like, yeah, collaborations but it almost awesome. feels like, like you, that wasn't your focus. Literally, it never has no, felt like your Two focus. years in, I can tell you I've never paid an influencer. I, I like hardly ever reach out to influencers. They usually would come to me and I'd like be like, sure. But like, I, it's all just been like organic. And it feels like you've always really, because you haven't reached out to influ- influencers <laughs> and hoped for these like huge returns, you're yeah. caring about literally every single person that comes and follows you because it's like another person that you engaged with maybe by commenting or like whatever, however it is that they found you. Yeah. It feels like a more authentic following. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are a couple influencers who have been really cool and have like been really loyal to me. Um, but I also think they align with my brand very well. And so when their followers do come, they have stayed because yeah, we're all kind of, how have you grown like, so you started from zero. I know. I feel like blah, blah, how blah, did blah, you blah. Grow? Like, we, <laughs> like, how did you even get circle. 200 followers? You know, are you just sitting there posting or are you engaging with other people or? Okay. So it hurts my brain to think back to the beginning <laughs> this much, but I can just tell you that like, I have always, literally, I have lived like the last two years of my life on Instagram because I knew that's where my people were. And that's like where I needed to be in order to find my customers So, I mean, back in the beginning when I had lots of spare time, 
I would be on Instagram and I would be going to the explore page. I would be commenting on people's pictures who looked similar to us, like genuine comments. You know, like if I saw you, I didn't know you, I would be like, oh my gosh, I freaking love your necklace. Your like smile is amazing. Like whatever. Mm. Your smile is amazing. Thanks. But like, <laughs> like it was me going and leaving genuine comments on people who looked like they would be interested in Lala. Uh, me following people who really aligned with my brand and engaging with them often. Uh, the followers that I did have, like, responding to every single comment, you know, like, all the time. Like, it was just a constant Instagram hustle. Mm-hmm. It was never-ending. And even to this day, um, that's something that we try to do. It's, like, harder, but... And I say we because it's it's me, but I also have a little help with, like, the engagement. I respond to every comment and DM on our page, but I do have someone helping me with engaging on people's pages mm-hmm. because we've learned that it really, really helps our ads mm-hmm. when we're retargeting people. Because these people, they're like, oh, who is this? And then they come and they like our page and they're kind of interested in clicking around. So our ads are showing back up to them and they're buying because we already know they're interested in our page. And how long have you been doing ads? Because I get a lot of questions of people like just starting out and they're ready to invest all this money in ads. That's so stupid. Don't invest your money in ads. (laughs) Honestly, like I said, the whole first year is you learning and growing and finding out who your customer is and what they like. Don't do ads the first year. I mean, and if you do, you better be doing it with someone who really knows what they're doing because you're still fine-tuning that person. Mm -hmm. And, like, when you're doing retargeting ads, which are, like, the ads that really bring back the money. Which, that's if you don't know what a retargeting ad is, that's if somebody's been to your page or your website and then they the ad will show up to them. Yeah, you can make it, like, specific. So, like, I think ours showed to people who we I have DM'd with in the last 60 days who have had a checkout a cart that they abandoned on our website in the last 30 days. Like you can like do specific things like that, but yeah, it's just retargeting to them. So, um, we started running them. We, as in me and my boutique coach, um, she helped me set them up in the beginning. We started running them in August of 2018. So that's crazy. It, you went a year and a half with really yeah. successful months and no ads. Yeah. I, I mean, you know how Instagram will be like, this post is doing well. Promote it. I did do that a couple times in the beginning because I had literally no idea what I was doing. But don't do that. <laughs> like, Instagram <laughs> and Facebook are just going to try to get your money and it sounds really cool. And they're like, hey, this post is doing really good. You should promote it. Don't ever do that. You should never, like, set up ads through the apps. You should always be doing it, like, in the back end the of back Facebook. End. But, okay, I feel like we're literally jumping all over. It's fine. But I feel like there's, like, a billion things I haven't answered. <laughs> well, something that okay. I want to ask you before we move on to whatever you're thinking. Ah! What, so, okay, no ads in the beginning. What yeah. would you say is the best investment for people to make in the beginning of their boutique? What do you mean investment? Like, like if you had extra money that you were going to spend on Facebook ads, you're like, no, maybe wait. Build your community first. What's the best investment? Inventory? Is it working with influencers? Is it what, if you like had $500 extra, how would you have spent it in your boutique? Uh, I definitely probably would have spent it on inventory and I would have like used it to like differentiate my inventory. Looking back now, back then I I don't know what I would have done. I would probably have spent it on inventory, but I would have just spent it recklessly probably. But like I, it's look at what you have. If you only were able to spend a certain amount of money on your beginning inventory, look at what you have, make a list you know, how many shirts do you have? How many bottoms? How many jackets? How many accessories? Blah, blah, blah. 
and then also make a list of what's selling well for you. Because I feel like sometimes we think we know what's selling well or whatever, and then you go back and look at the numbers and you're like, wait, accessories actually sold really well for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a good place I could invest more. So go back and just look and see what numbers surprise you, and then I would try uh, investing it. $500 is a good amount of money to, like, kind of play around with and be like, okay, what what could potentially be bringing me more money? Let's, like, try it out. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's a hat or shoes or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, don't spend your money on ads. Don't spend your money on influencers. I mean, I just am telling you, like, what I did. Yeah, and of course there's, like, a different... Every single boutique builds their business Mm -hmm. a different way. Yeah, and I'm, like, all about, like, even this year I, I might try paying some influencers. Like, I'm about it now just to try to see, like, how it could help us. And I'll be very picky about who I pay. They have to really align with the brand. But... It's, it feels good to know that up to this point I haven't done it because it's a whole new door that we haven't even opened that could potentially bring in a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But, like, up to this point, it feels good to know that I've figured it out and, like, done it on my own, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, it's, like, and I think with your brand, what has been amazing is you are the influencer. Like, we were just at Cafe Rio, and she was telling me that people will message her and be like, where did you get these shoes from? Like, they don't even know that they're following a shop. They just think that you're I don't know like, if that's something to be proud of. Well, I'm I like, wait, how is, do you not know? But it's like, at least you're not like, people think they're following a person. And that's honestly what I think yeah. is like the future of boutiques is you're telling them what's cool. You're telling them like what they want to buy. Well, yeah. And I think that's like, my coach has said this too. Um, we've talked about how like, I mean, like, you see these big box stores going out of business or whatever, you know? Like, I don't know, Kmart. And then, like, there's all these stores. What else? Did Sears go out of business? I know the one that St. George did. <laughs> I mean, who the freak knows? But, Henry like, Bendel. Yeah, I like, mean, I read something that, like, s- there's some store that's shutting down a ton. It's, like, a store you'd be really surprised Toys R Us. Toy- freaking Toys R Us <laughs> went out of business. That's when you know you're doomed. <laughs> no, but all these stores are going out of business. Okay, so can you tell me who the... CEO of Kmart was like no I mean if you can I'm that's really interesting but like you can't because you don't know yeah and like so that's why why I think boutiques are like just gonna be taking over because you know you you know you, the person running yeah it. you buy it feels good to buy stuff from someone that you know mm-hmm. like when I am like putting my money somewhere and I used to not care about this at all But, like, the more I've run my business and, like, the more I've seen, like, online shops evolve, like, it's so important to me. It feels so good to know that, like, when I, you know, buy something from another small small boutique, I'm, like, supporting this really cute girl and her family or whatever. So, it just, people like to know who they're buying from. So, like, that, number one, is a big reason why if you're not already showing up in your boutique, you should be. Well, and it's, like, when you have, like, I came home to, like, four or five packages from boutiques, Mm -hmm. and it literally felt like, oh, I bought this from Stacy and Tabby and Courtney and Lindsay. Like, you, you, it literally, when you have those things at home waiting for you, it feels like you have a package from them. Yeah. And it, like, is so much of a more, like, emotional, like, experience where you're, like, excited about it instead of just, like, I'm excited about this free people top or whatever. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you, I have bought multiple free people tops in my life. And when they arrived, I, I actually had a free people package arrive a couple months ago and like it was in a poly mailer, just a shirt, just literally mm-hmm. open, chilling, no tag on it. It looked like they had grabbed it from one of their stores and like shipped it to me. I mean, just the invoice, not it. And it's like when you're ordering from Lala, for example, like it's coming in a colorful mailer with a sticker on the outside that's exciting. 
you open it up it's like wrapped really pretty you get all these fun stickers we have a postcard telling you what we're all about and like when you put on that sweater or whatever like it's so much more than just like a free people sweater it's a law like sweater yeah and you feel like you're a part of this gang and it's like empowering you to like feel like yourself and i just feel like boutiques can offer that so much better than these like big brands can and some aren't capitalizing on it like you've done some really boutiques. well yeah. yeah well you've done thanks really to well you you well, helped no. me a lot i mean i've helped you with the look of it and like some of the strategy but how yeah. have you built like that community like when did you even first come up with the term girl gang like it's become the lala girl gang and like it's been that forever yeah you know? literally since how, i launched how did you come up with that i was here's the thing consistency is key no matter what and i just remember in the beginning girl gang like wasn't really like a saying said too much it was like something you'd say here and there mm-hmm. and um i have i found one of my one of my very first t-shirts i ever oh, sold yeah. it said support that. your local girl gang and i like freaking loved it it was like my best seller back then which i don't even remember what that means like it probably sold like 30 or something but like ever since then and that was literally in february that was the month i launched and i it stuck so well and i loved it that i have not stopped using girl gang when referring to like my customers since Mm -hmm. so i just think that like it doesn't need to be this like creative crazy thing but it's just like me being consistent with it and like i literally refer to them as my girl gang now Mm -hmm. not my girl gang but like the lala girl Mm -hmm. gang so um and it's like people get fomo from it like literally people want to have a part of that it makes them feel like oh like everybody else is part of this everybody else is wearing lala like i want to be able to wear lala it's like you've created like i don't know but i mean yeah i mean we'll get emails sometimes like hey like blah blah blah, customer service and at the end it's like and i'm so happy to be a part of the girl gang or whatever and it's fun for me to say too like welcome to the gang and it doesn't need to be cute i mean it doesn't need to be like this cutesy thing like no matter what your shop is like, have something that yeah. you call your customers. Well, think of, like, all, like, the, like, believers and, like, yeah. directioners. Like, think of, like, how, what are some other Gaga, ones? her monsters. Yeah. It's, like, that. Kesha's animals. Yeah. That's when you create, like, a cult-like fan base. It's yeah. literally becomes, like, a fan too. base instead of, like, yeah. just people who listen to your music it's or like, from you. It's, like, I, like, imagine this thing in my head, which might be really weird, but, like, when you, when you don't have, like, this community, when you're, say you're just a boutique and you're never showing up, nobody knows you're the owner, they don't even know what you look like, you have all these models modeling, no shade on that, you can have models modeling, but you should still be showing mm-hmm. up. But, so say you're never showing up, no one knows who you are, you have models modeling, you're posting new arrivals, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not showing it up, showing up at all. It just feels like this empty, like, open space where people just buy and, like, that's it, right? It's just, like, there's no, like, closure. And, like, when I imagine, like, a community, like, when I imagine, like, my girl gang and, like, our Instagram community, I literally imagine it, like, literally a big hug. Like, it's, like, never-ending. It's, like, you buy from me and, like, I send you this and I love you so much and we DM and it's, like, this never-ending, like, community and you know who I am and I know who you are, like... I don't know. There's just something so, like, different about it. It really does feel, like, magical. Like, it's, like, it doesn't feel like when you buy something, it feels like you're part of that. Yeah, just, I I think it just takes it from buying something and it being, like, a cold situation to, like, a warm, fuzzy situation. And I think there's also people who feel like they're part of it even without buying something. Yeah, and that's the goal. It's not like, hey, buy something for me and then you're part of the brand. Well, and I think that's what feels really authentic about it. It doesn't feel like, buy this and you get this. Like, no, it no, feels no. like you're welcome no matter what. That's good. Yeah, that's the goal. It's, like, just for being... And I, I've been trying to, like, really provide value on my page for, like, the past year, especially. Um, 
other than just the clothes we sell. Like, Kenzie and I have worked on creating, like, phone backgrounds for the past, I don't even know, like, eight months. Like, we have phone back, like, exclusive Lala and Kinsco design, Kinsco world (laughs) design. When your best friend freaking (laughs) rebrands. Um... We have, like, exclusive wallpapers and graphics that I post on the feed. So, it's like, hey, if you're not buying from us, no worries. Like, here's mm-hmm. a cute background to make you feel mm-hmm. good, too. Or, like, um, I'm just trying to show up. I've, like, randomly done tutorials. People ask, like, how to do my – I do my hair on whatever. Or, like, things like that. It's, like, that is value beyond the clothes. Mm-hmm. And, like, hopefully that will get them to stay. And they're still a part of the girl gang. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a community. If you want to buy something cool. If not, like, thanks for being here. It still, like, is really important mm-hmm. to me, you know? Yeah. How would you say that you deal with people maybe trying to copy your vibe? Oh, gosh. Um, Okay. And how do you deal with, like, not even people trying to copy your vibe? Because I always think that, like, you just are, like, cutting edge. Like, you're creating trends. You're Because you're this influencer person, you're, like, You think this about me? cool. Yes. That's nice. So, I don't think it's necessarily that. It's probably just people on the tail end of the trends catching up. But how do you deal with that? And then also just, like, comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to answer the second question first. So comparing myself to people, like, this is something when you're starting out that's, like, so hard. And I think you and I were, like, listening to the same podcast once where they were, like, or maybe it was a book or something that said to unfollow all Mm -hmm. your competitors. I don't remember what it was. was. I've talked about it before in the branding school, but. Yeah. Anyways, I just remember, like, we heard it somewhere and it really, like, struck a chord to us or something. Struck a chord. I feel like it was Jenna Kutcher. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I don't know. Probably. So, anyways, um, I remember, like, a couple months in, I unfollowed all the boutiques I was following. Because I'm here to tell you something. It's not, like, me being, like, petty and, like, necessarily insecure. Um, But it's me, like, not only that, you compare yourself so you start feeling insecure. Mm -hmm. But more than that, it takes away, like, your creativity. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember starting out and seeing that this dress, this boutique was selling out of this dress like crazy. And mm-hmm. so I bought this same dress because I found it on Fashion Go. And um, it didn't sell for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, just things like that where I would, like, see what they were doing. I'm like, hmm, okay, that, that's mm-hmm. working for them. Like, I'll try it. Because in the beginning, you don't know what's going to work for you. But the way to know what's going to work for you is by staying true to yourself. And, like, I eventually figured that out especially when I unfollowed people because I wasn't, like, being clouded with this, like, extraness that, like, wasn't Lala. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, when it comes to comparing yourself, just, like, unfollow people. And it, you literally aren't doing it in a rude way. Like, yeah. if I don't follow, if, like, another boutique notices I'm not following them, they're, like, my friend, it's no offense. Mm-hmm. It's literally that, like, it's clouding my vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, and you should do it. I'm helping you out, too, sometimes, you know? Like, by, like, if we, if I, like... For example, like, I've noticed, I think last year, I found this this boutique. Someone sent it to me, and they're like, this boutique is selling everything you're selling. And I was like, that's interesting. So I went and looked, and I was like, they kind of are, but, like, they used to not be, and it feels like they, like, lost who they are. So I just, like, un- like I made them unfollow me. How and do you I- do that? So you can block someone and then instantly unblock them and, and it, it just makes, makes them unfollow them. them i mean it just makes them unfollow you it doesn't block them and like i literally was like i remember being like i send you all this success and i like doing this to like help you out because like it looks like you've like lost your vibe but also i don't know stop copying me <laughs> yeah just like like find out who you are yeah you know and so anyways that's like what i'd say about that but like with the whole copycat vibe it's like easier said than done because even now i still get like scarcity I mean, you know this. Like, I literally was feeling this way, like, a month ago. Like, I'll see 
and it I know that like because I have this community like I know that everyone thinks they like have my back and it like feels so good but I can't tell you how many people will send me my my like girl gang people will send me profiles and be like have you seen this boutique they're copying you or have you seen this boutique like they're totally like having lala vibes or whatever and I'm like thanks but I just like don't want to see that like because it just doesn't make me feel good so that was happening a lot like a couple months ago and it was like actually really affecting me to the point where I just like I don't know like I just was questioning everything I was doing was I is that what I was saying it was just making me like I don't know if you were questioning everything you were doing but you were just questioning your the value you bring to the brand yeah like it was like because having a boutique is hard sometimes it's like we all like all boutique owners we all buy from vendors in LA there's thousands of vendors Mm -hmm. but it's really easy to find the same things other people sell if you really want to um that's something I do think I've done really well is I've spent literally so much of my life looking for clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why when someone is like copying the vibe, sometimes I'm like, dang, like I put in the work, mm-hmm. you know, but anyways, um, it's really, the clothes are really accessible. Starting a boutique is really easy. That's like the easiest part. You just have to get a license and mm-hmm. register mm-hmm. for stuff, you know? So like starting is really easy. Um, copying people by finding the same clothes is really easy and so I think I was just starting to feel like insecure and like kind of in this scarcity place and that was only like a month ago yeah this was like within the last couple months because there there were like multiple boutiques popping up all of a sudden and like I said when I started Lala there were no boutiques in Utah that were like Mm. bold edgy colorful Mm. like it was just a lot of the same stuff and I'm glad it's evolved since then like I really am because it just shows that there's, like, more girls that were like me that are looking for cool clothes and want cool clothes. But anyways, so, yeah, I just noticed them popping up, and it was just making me feel really, like, scarcity. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, anybody can do what I'm doing. They're literally doing it right now. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I was just feeling this stupid pity. So how did you Sorry get out myself. of it? I mean, everybody... <laughs> How did I get... I don't know. I think, first of all, I had to not look. Like, when people were sending me those profiles and being like, have you seen this? Like, I just couldn't look anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I think that I, like, I made it so I literally couldn't look anymore mm-hmm. to, like, help myself. I, like, Nothing against the them. It was, like, no more yeah. energy nope. towards yeah. that. And, um, I don't know. Like, I just really had to, like, hone into the fact that, like, I am me. And, like, if there's one thing people can't rip off, it's, like my brain and like me yeah like you can't go buy me online and like (laughs) not yet anyway yeah that'd be creepy (laughs) but like I just had to remember that and honestly sometimes it's just easier said than done like when people people say like you're you are like what makes your boutique unique or your business unique and it's like well yeah blah 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 but then sometimes people say that and you're like yes freak yeah like (laughs) I am you know it was just one of those times where I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I well, just had to, like, step back into that power. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, like, sometimes people, when they're starting out, they're like, oh, like, these other boutique owners have it so easy, da da And it's like, literally a month ago, you were having those same thoughts. Like, everybody has those thoughts yeah. forever. And, like, like what, it, like, when people, people have said, not a lot of people, but a couple people have said things to me, like, like, it, it's... So, you're so lucky you just, like, have orders come in or, like, whatever, things like that. And I'm, like, thank you, but, like, I'm Not tired. True. And you don't just... If there's one thing about you, when when you have, like, weird days or whatever and you'll Marco Polo me and you're, like, I don't know what I have that's yeah. different. Do you know what you have that's different? Is you literally work 
12 hours a day and you have for the past two years. Yeah. I cannot believe that, like, and when people say stuff like, oh, it's, like, so easy for her, she's built it. It's actually still, oh my gosh, it's no. finally got to the point where you've started hiring people, but Fine. you, yeah. you were so, like, you held back on hiring people I, until yeah. literally, like, I literally hired my first employee, like, six months ago. Yeah, so Wait, tell, yeah. what was it like before you hired them? What okay, were you running so, it out of? And, yeah. Um, we, my husband and I live in like a thousand square foot townhome right now and we just have two bedrooms, our bedroom and then a second bedroom. I turned the second bedroom into my shop when I started, which was plenty of room. Mm-hmm. I had like, what, like 30 pieces of clothes. Um, you still had like a bed in there. Like yeah. it was like, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quickly as I was consistent and blah, 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 everything I've already talked about, uh, we quickly, quickly outgrew that and... Oh my gosh. I mean, like, I wish I had a picture. I know. What I, was the first step? You first got, like, all the... There was, like, yeah, I went to Ikea, Ikea and I bought, like, eight racks. And, and so it's they were not, like, a big room. room. No, it's, it's like, not. half the size of this yeah. room. It's, like, probably 11 by 12 yeah. foot room. Here's the thing about me is, like, I probably should have moved out of that space sooner, but I am not someone to, like, get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And I think that, that's probably helped you not even get ahead of yourself, but, like, you you maybe take on too much like that yeah like you like make yourself do more before you grow but I think it's been like I really enjoy beneficial to you and it's been beneficial because you haven't had a place of scarcity of I'm paying this person I gotta do this and I gotta do this it's like you knew that you could do it so you did it like you I've done yeah you handled it. it Holy crap, yeah. So, I mean, it went from Ikea racks to, um, we got, I got shelving all installed along the walls to, like, my poor employees that, like, worked in there, like, when I How long were hired. they working in that So, area? okay, so I worked in that room. I shipped everything myself. I mean, I did literally everything myself, except a couple, you know, design mm-hmm. things you did for me. I did everything, and, and my photographer. But everything was me that whole time until I think I hired my first employee in June. So I launched in February 2017. I hired my first employee in June of 2018. And um, she shipped like 10 hours a week. Maybe not even that. Um, yeah, up in that tiny room. And it got to the point like where there's boxes in my living room, in my hallway, in the other hallway to um having someone work 25 hours a week in that room and i had to get a storage unit so yeah. i would literally drive there, is, there the time that i realized like <laughs> oh my holy gosh it makes shit tired is when about it. i was like dog sitting for you and i came out i was oh leaving and there was <laughs> literally so the hallway i wish it's i like, could show that picture. it's a little hallway up to her like living room and that was completely jam-packed of boxes and I get out and there's literally at least 12 huge boxes sitting outside my house like huge boxes of coats and sweaters and I'm like I don't have any idea where I'm even gonna put this what, how did you even get them in I don't remember I, I put the dogs in the so backyard bad. I feel and... so bad because Kinsey like was watching my dogs and then on top of that she has like 20 <laughs> big ass boxes I, it was a good reality check for me that like how much you were doing yeah like I literally was like busting my balls. I was lifting boxes, throwing them, putting them in my car, <laughs> going to the storage unit. Like it's or like I'd be like, "What are we launching today?" Okay, mm-hmm. this. I need to go grab this, and then I'll bring it upstairs, and then I need to move this. Like it was. When did you we decide are busting at the seams? Because you were originally you're building a house right now, right? Yeah. And you were decide you were gonna have the warehouse be in the basement. Yeah. So how did you decide to actually get a warehouse instead? Yeah. So the goal is like our house was supposed to be done in December, and we would have a big unfinished basement. And I was like, okay, that will be amazing because it's like. Which even looking back now, it wouldn't have fit things. 
I mean, it would I don't be, think it would. Fit. It would Things. be like the same situation yeah. where we're busting, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that was the goal, and I mean, my basement was going to be like maybe five of the bedrooms that I had that I was using, you know, instead of one, it would have been like five. So it was like a big step up for me at the time. But we found out that our house was like not going to be finished by December. It's still not finished. It's January. So who knows when that will happen. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So one time I was talking to Kinsey and she was like, you, I think I was like just overwhelmed. Literally like I was watching TV on the couch and the boxes were like... (laughs) up around the side like literally like framing the tv and kinsey was like you like need to get out of your house like you need a warehouse and i was like that's so scary like no i don't blah 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 and then five minutes later i was like googling warehouses (laughs) what i think you thought it was gonna be way more expensive than it was we're lucky because we live in utah where it's like yeah. Really affordable to get yeah. warehouses. And, and like, honestly, me just doing as much as I could by myself the first year, like, I was able to, like, save money mm-hmm. and, like, I was able to, like, make a profit. And, like, we're building a house with Wawa money. Yeah. Like, like yeah. because I was so, like, careful, yeah. like, I'm literally building, like, my dream, not dream, 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 but, like, dream yeah. house yeah. right now with Wawa money. Yeah. So, like, and it's like you probably wouldn't I couldn't, have been able to no. do that if you had gotten a warehouse six months in and it, or full time like no no yeah. way like so I just think that that like actually has really helped me but um yeah so long story short with I think you saying that to me I, getting a warehouse was like two and a half a weeks short amount of time yeah one well, you, your first one that you were really excited about that was like the first one we saw what happened with that yeah so we like found Luann looked at this one it was like a little bit creepy but like I could make it work. <laughs> It was a lot creepy. It was like looking a, back, looking at the warehouse you got now oh gosh, compared to that one. Yeah, I don't. Know, I think it was like a thousand a month. I was like, I could do that. Um, and I, the landlord wanted like two months. I mean, oh my gosh, two, two years, years uh, contract. And I was just it like, was by like oh, auto body shops. Yeah, and stuff. I was like, was, I don't know if I could yeah. be there two years, but like I could for sure be there for a year. So I literally called him, and I was like, I will do a year lease. I'll pay you a hundred dollars more a month. I'll pay you double down deposit up front. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to make this work. And he was, like, such a douche. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, he said And um, he was just, like, weird. And he, like, wouldn't do it. And I just remember, like, bawling. I was just, like, I give up. Because I was so exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. you guys have to realize, like, even right now. But, like, my life is... Things are a lot better now. But, like, I'm just a little tired. Like, it's just every day. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. So, I was just bawling. Like, literally bawling. I think my husband, like, skipped class because I was, like, having a <laughs> mental breakdown. But I think that was a big point that you were, like, okay, I yeah. want one. Like, I know yeah. I want one and I need one now. Yeah, I, like, knew it was, like, something I needed to do. And then Kinsey was, like, you need to remember that, like, when something that go- like something doesn't work out, it's because there's something better coming. And I was just, like, yeah, suck, <laughs> suck my balls or whatever. Like, that warehouse would have been perfect. <laughs> Lo and behold, I'm, like, checking every day in this one, like, freaking cute one pops up like feels brand new a lot more expensive than the other one yeah i mean relatively yeah and anyways yes we went and looked at it and like i signed the thing like that day i think like and it's literally perfect you guys it's clean in the safest place new just gorgeous i love it so much and it's a two-year lease and i feel absolutely amazing about it true i didn't i forgot that this one's a two-year lease yeah that just goes to show that you weren't it's like, it wasn't right. It's not worth it My, like, to intuition get... intuition new. You gotta, like, settle down a bit when you're 
Are you looking to see how long we've yeah, been Yeah, how long have we been talking? You never know. I don't um, know how to change it to hours and minutes. <laughs> I'm just a beginning like podcast decibels. girl. Um, what would you say, like, when you went from those, like, smaller months, and then you kind of had, like, a big amount of growth, mm-hmm. what happened? What changed? Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Do you think it was just, like, consistency finally catching up? Because I do think there is a point of, like, a snowball effect where all of a sudden gets really big and mm-hmm. gets more speed and then you're just yeah, and that's, off this bigger. last year was totally like snowball. Mm-hmm. I think that like what it was, it was like me, like I said, the first year is just all learning, right? Like, so like February to February was like me learning, trying everything for the first time, seeing what's happening. And literally I think it was that March of 2018. I was like, okay, like I just had a 20 K month and like, I don't even know how that just happened. And then mm-hmm. it was just like up, 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 up from there. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what it was is me being able to look back and like, I don't, I wouldn't think that I'm like really good at like strategy and like planning, but I think it was just that it was just me being like, okay, this is working and this isn't. And because mm-hmm. this is working, I'm going to do what I've been doing, but do double. And they really think that's what I've been doing. Like trying just to grow. I'd be like, it. okay, I had a 20 K month. So to have a 40 K month, I need to do double what I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a 40 K month. So do double what I did. Mm-hmm. I need to do it 80 K month. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And just keep going and going and going. And it, I've literally haven't stopped yeah. doing that. Yeah. It feels like a lot of times we think it's like strategy is way harder. And of course there's different things you can do. And as you start to grow really big, that's yeah. when you like start taking it on. But it's really just doing more of what you learn works. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, and it can be different for every like single business. Yeah. What works for you might not work for that's somebody else. That's what's cool about like, that's what's cool about owning your business is it's like, what works for me might not work for you. And mm-hmm. like some people like have Facebook groups and they're like making like hundred K months and they're literally just selling on Facebook and like, that's not me. And I couldn't mm-hmm. do that. But like, that's freaking cool. That's that person's per- yeah. thing. And my so did is- you ever try Facebook? Yeah, I mean, starting... It's awkward because I have to ask the questions even I know. though I know the answer. Yes. She's like, do you, did you even try this? I'm going to set you up for um, failure. In the beginning, I did all the things. Because, like, right, you, like, listen to, like... You, like, read a business book and it's, like, get your name on all the things. Mm-hmm. So I, like, had to dress them all on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I think I have a Twitter, but I've never used it. <laughs> like, all the things. And um, I was posting in my, like, Facebook group, which actually, like, helped me in the beginning you know, get started. But I remember listening to a podcast and she talked about like, stop spreading yourself thin. Like what if there's one place that you really like to be? Like what if there's, what if that one place that you really like to be is the place where like, could you could be making all the money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I remember being like, thank gosh, I can stop using this mm-hmm. Facebook group that makes me want to pull out my hair. Yeah. People on Facebook are just so cheap sometimes. Yeah. Like, And I think it just depends on like who you've attracted, but both me and you are not good enough at Facebook to know how to attract the right people. Yeah. You it's know? just like, like it works that, for like, some from people, our neighborhood yeah. growing up or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember I, like, was, like, oh, relief. So I, like, stopped posting in the group, and I went ham on Instagram, like, more than I even had ever in the the past, you know, like, mm-hmm. multiple times a day posting. Like, all of a sudden, I was, like, posting on stories. I was really utilizing stories. Like, mm-hmm. I just put all my power into Instagram, and that's, like, really something that helped a lot, too. I think it did, too, and a lot of times we hear, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but you have to in the beginning. Like you, yeah. you have to put all your eggs in one basket when you're starting out or you'll, you won't have enough time to do anything really good. Yeah. Like what? You're going to spread all your eggs and you're going to make like $5 from each place. Yeah. What if you put all your eggs on Instagram or whatever and yeah. you 
you yeah. know, instantly saw results. So yeah. it's way easier to see results when you're just focusing on one thing. Yeah. You guys, like in the beginning, it was literally just a hustle. Like mm. I know that people don't like that word and it's like, yeah, of course you should be aligned. Obviously. Like yeah. Lala is like an extension of me and my style. And, and my... It's, it's been a different, like in the beginning, it was a ton of, like, it's it's been hustle nonstop, and that's why you've grown really fast. But that first year but was That amazing. first year was so much hustle, but I think there, the moment that you aligned is the moment it got really big. It was the yeah. moment you, like, stepped into, like, this is what I like to wear. I'm not going to worry about what other people are selling. I'm not going to... It was, like, the combination of hustle yeah. and aligned. Yeah, yeah, total. Like, I would say that first year was, like, tons of hustle. Mm-hmm. Me just, like, trying to figure figuring out, out, trying to make and money. And it was never... And it, you like were always researching too. I think that's oh what people gosh. forget yeah. too is like, and even now, if you like have a change on your website, you don't come to me and ask me. You you come to yeah. me and ask me like very last if I like resort. watch all the YouTube tutorials. Yeah, 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 that's like a really good quality to have where you're like yeah. hungry for. Yeah, I mean, I literally that first year and a half that I was shipping in that bedroom all by myself, like I had all I had was podcasts and audiobooks mm-hmm. and you on Marco Polo, but like. <laughs> That's literally all I had. And so, I mean, I I would listen to probably, like, eight to ten podcasts a day, like, while I was shipping. That's insane. Yeah. How do you not get, like, overwhelmed with, like, info? Because I have, if I listen to too many podcasts, you know, I get, yeah, like, I know. overwhelmed. Well, I don't do know. Do you process it differently or something? Like, how do you... Yeah, and I think that, like, I would listen to, like, two or three boutique podcasts and then one about online marketing and then one about so you the bachelor it. yeah but i was just constantly learning like i mean we listened to audiobooks a lot that year too and even now like i today while i was working i was listening to two podcasts and i when i drive i listen to like you are about us at making money all the mm-hmm. time are you listening to that too right now mm-hmm. I think, messing you up. I think I'm messing you up. What I, is the day that you are a successful I know. business owner and you don't even have your own Audible? I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to be like, what the crap? <laughs> I just use Kinsey's Audible because she has, I know. But I have amazing books. I got but... on yesterday and it was like, do you want to start from here? And I was like, no, I don't because that's not where I am. <laughs> Actually, I think I just keep starting where you are because I've listened to it so many Maybe. times. I'm just like, you all just right. Start yeah. It's like a Bible. Yeah. It's, it's a money it's Bible. It's so good. But anyways, so like I am just constantly learning and I think that's like, Something that Kinsey does really well too, like both of us in our businesses, is we like are always, we're like always learning. We're like always teachable. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't know all the things. Like, please teach me them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I want to learn about. And you too. Like, we're always mm-hmm. listening and learning and investing in well, coaches like, and courses. And- it's almost like we take full accountability for our businesses. A lot of times people like will hire someone or take a course because they're looking for it to change their life. And guess what? The course isn't what's going to change your life. Yeah. Or the book isn't what's going to change your life. If you don't have the fire in you, you're not going to do it. It's how you decide to, like, act on it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I think that's something that we've been really good at is just, like... And I, I actually see, like, a lot of boutique owners or, like, shop owners doing this. They, like... They're, like, okay, so how... Like, I'll get a DM. How did you grow your following i'm like well <laughs> don't ever stop engaging like blah, yeah. blah blah do this do this do this and they're like oh my gosh that's so much to do like blah blah and then it's they like, like, move on yeah and it's like it's not a get rich quick situation well no and like, like is it, business is not a anything get rich you quick. want to last like yeah. doesn't come like yeah. that or if it does people got a business if you grow, yeah yeah like i don't know i just think it's like be always learning and like be always willing to like put in the work and like you if you want to grow, that's what you got to do. If you want to just stay where you're at and not grow and just you're comfortable there, cool. Like, stay there forever. But I'm here yeah. to tell you, you'll get burnout eventually. Well, and you'll also, like, 
I don't know. I think there's an attitude of some people where they think they know everything. Yeah. And so they'll, you can tell them something and it's maybe what they were expecting to hear and they're like, okay, cool. Keep engaging. Like, I already know that. Yeah. It's like, then why aren't you doing it? Then why are you coming to me asking this question? Oh my gosh. I wish I could pull up this post. I saw this post on a Facebook group that I'm a part of for like entrepreneurs and it literally like, okay, so it was like, what are things that you hear self-help or business people say all the time that make you roll your eyes? This was like a super negative post. I really, I was just like, you guys, Facebook like, groups are negative. Yeah, sometimes like, they really they, are. I have never been in a Facebook group where I'm like, unless it's like a private coaching group, yeah. I feel like those are uplifting. But most Facebook groups, I'm like, yeah, stop. I think this was, I think this was like the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher. So, anyways, Jenna Kutcher didn't post this. Yeah, but um, it was like people posting, making fun of people, right? So they're like, be consistent, and you'll see the money show up in your business, or um, hone in on what makes you different and, and it will like bring you more money or like, they're like saying these things and like making fun of it and and someone would like respond and be like, yeah, like what is consistent even me? Like give us the facts. And it's like, no, literally just be consistent, (laughs) literally figure out what makes you different and use it in your business. It was crazy. And I'm like, I, I think that some people like will listen to these podcasts or self-help things or whatever. And they're like, you, you do hear a lot of the same stuff over and over because it's freaking true. And that, so you have and to so hear they, it so many times They let it too. float over their heads yeah. though, because they're like, Oh, heard it blop. And yeah. it's like, no, literally the reason why everyone's why? saying it yeah. is because it's so and true. And why are you still listening? If you know yeah. that stuff, like, why are you coming here? I almost feel like those people who are talking stuff like that, like I get it. I get it. They have bigger issues. Yeah. Hand. And that's what it was. And I, I like read all those and I was just like, no wonder you guys are struggling yeah. in your businesses. Well, and it's like, why? Why are you hating on these successful business owners? Like subconscious, like it's almost like, like we get it. You made a bunch of money by being consistent. It's like, it is that. Do like, you want to do it? Yeah. You can. <laughs> it's so. like, dude, being consistent is way harder than any other trick somebody could give you. Like, yeah. It, yeah. I don't remember why I brought that up, but it I was either, but very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think we were just talking about like people coming, oh, that, wanting, yeah. Instant, wanting instant success or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it has been anything but Yeah. That. We yeah. were literally joking about this, but like, you know that like when you see like a, is it even a meme? It's like a, you see that meme and it's like what you see, like what oh, yeah. it really was. <laughs> and like <laughs> sometimes, iceberg type Sometimes situation. I feel like Lala, like people think that with Lala, like they're like, oh, like cool. And I, here's the thing. Lala's not like I'm freaking proud and like we're doing amazing, but like there's so much more room to grow, right? Like I'm not saying we were like the, so successful, but like I'm proud of where we are. And like people will be like, how did you do this? How did you grow this? And it's like, or like, I just want to be where you are. And I'm like, I don't know. Or people will be like, it's so easy for you. And I'm like, LOL, mm. like this is what you see, but this is like what it took. And like, it's the big freaking iceberg under the water and you just <laughs> see the tip. Like you're just seeing the tip, girl. <laughs> Tip? <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. That's yeah, literally that's right. what it's called. Okay. I've never seen someone say just, <laughs> just the tip, girl. That's, I'm going to make a new sticker for a while yeah. that says just the tip. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's like you, people are just seeing the tip of the iceberg and it's like... There's so much more Is that it. thing called an iceberg? Yeah. All of a sudden I'm feeling something yeah. different. A glacier? No, it's iceberg. Okay. Glacier. Anyway, iceberg. so it's like all the big chunk of my Tides work. Like I... Yeah, like, I put in all the work. I put in the years. I mean, I'm still doing it. But, like, obviously, that's why people are, like, they got, they were successful overnight. Or, like, they've been successful since the beginning. And it's, like, well, you're only seeing this. Like, you're not yeah. seeing what they're doing well, and when they're not on Instagram People or are still, like, people will ask me and you, like, is your business your life? 
Yes, 100%. Like, not in, I mean, it is. Like, when we go out to dinner, we talk about our businesses. Yeah. We, like, it is Well, like I said, like, it's option A. There's no option B for us. And it's like, yeah, the goal is, like, in a couple years to be able to, like, step away. I mean, maybe even sooner than that. Step out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I never want to step away all the way. Like, step out to the point where, like, I can, like, chill. Have a kid and, Mm -hmm. like, take them to school and, like, make food and stuff. (laughs) Mom stuff. Yeah, like, be a mom. But, like for now I'm doing this so that I can do that. Yeah. And if you, if you want your business to be really successful, put in the work, mm-hmm. like do it now, mm-hmm. make it happen. And then like, you got it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why, it will never why get wait? easier. No. It will, there will never be a time where it's like, this is the perfect time to start a business. No, there's like, constantly new things that come up. Yeah. There's never going to be the right time to start your business. There's never going to be the right time to decide to grow. There's never going to be, it's just, you just got to do it. You'll never regret trying something, Mm -hmm. but you'll always look back and be like, dang, why didn't I try that? Yeah. So it's like, why not just do it? Yeah. And I think you'll always look back too and regret giving up sooner. Yeah. Yeah. They say that like a lot of people will do it. And I see this too. I'll see people start boutiques and I'm like, oh, cool. Like they started a boutique and then it's like eight months down the road, their Instagram's inactive. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. If you figure out it's like not your thing, then that's, that's good. It's like you figure that out and you can move on. But like if you're passionate about it, like, Put in the work. Yeah. Like I said, like a when full year of law. From the beginning, you need to know what's your thing. Don't start a boutique to make money. Yeah. Don't like start a boutique because you're like, I want to make that's money a big, like that's a big girls. thing in Utah. It's like, well, I want the clothes mm-hmm. for cheap and mm-hmm. so I'll just do it and then sell it. And people are making like $5 on dresses. And people have absolutely unrealistic expectations how much clothes cost from yeah. wholesalers. Yeah, like, I actually, one of my really, really close friends when I started Lala tweeted something so kind of sassy. She was like... <laughs> sassy she was like yeah you're charging $30 for that shirt we know you got it for $5 from China and I was like it's like you can't get what? anything for $5. I wish I got it for $5 <laughs> like no like you have no idea like and and if you want to sell something that's like good quality and isn't gonna yeah. like rip after washing it it's like no you're not spending five dollars you're yeah. you're probably spending at least fifteen dollars yeah. like and people have such unrealistic expectations of that they're thinking that it's like I mean people starting boutiques and people yeah. buying it's like it's not it's not target level prices and it's not target quality. Like when you're yeah. buying from a boutique, if it's a boutique you trust, like, you know, from Lala, you know, you're getting really high quality pieces. It's not about doing like getting a target type sweater or whatever. Yeah. And, and not only that, it's not only like the quality, but it's like, you're getting, you're getting a like perfectly wrapped sweater mm-hmm. that, that has a Lala tag mm-hmm. that probably I put on or when my employees put on that has stickers mm-hmm. And now you're and it's in curated. Our, you're not. You're not. You don't have to go search for all the cool stuff. Yeah, I'll have all the cool stuff here it, for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like a really good point. It's like don't start a boutique if it's not your like 100 passion. Mm-hmm. Like literally, fashion is my passion. <laughs> that will be my new sticker. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Uh, that's what. It's What's like. fashion? My pa- is that brat Bratz. dolls? Fashion cute. is my passion, <laughs> and it always has been. And like mm-hmm. I freaking love it. So on the days when it's really hard. And I'm, like, over it. A box will show up in new inventory, and I'm, like, freak, yeah. The clothes, like, I love them. Like, yeah. it's my thing. I love styling the clothes. I love shopping for the clothes. I love curating my store. And I think that that's, like, that comes through. Like, people will say, like, I can really tell you put a lot of thought mm-hmm. into, like, what you buy. And it's, like, yeah, I spend literally half my life, mm-hmm. like, looking for these things, you know? And if you're not into fashion and you're not into, like, clothes and whatever, like, find Why something you, you are yeah. into. Because eventually, like... The, like, excitement is going to, like, roll off. Really quickly, And all you're going to be left with is, is the clothes mm-hmm. that you just got to make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
I agree. And I and there's there's so many ways to make money. Like I think people get like confused. Like everybody's like starting a boutique or everybody's starting to sell courses or everybody like you see all of these things, but there's literally you can make money however you want to. And yeah. so it's like whatever your passion is, turn that into a way to make money. Yeah. Um, okay, so you were saying before about you, there was a moment when your hustle and you stepped into alignment and that's when you had this huge growth. What did that mean for you? Like what is, I mean, I hear alignment thrown around and I think it means different things for every single person. What did becoming aligned in your business and your goals mean to you? Yeah. Okay. So alignment for like me and Lala mean meant and means like me fully being me within Lala and the and <laughs> gosh dang it we were just talking about how I say that um and I um the first year of Lala like yeah I, I think like towards the end of the year I was like evolving into like more like me and like what I wanted it to be but I would say like the beginning of 2018 was that what oh my gosh <laughs> I can't talk is when I was like okay like let's freaking do this thing like for example things I was nervous to do was like swear like, badass is, like, one of the words used to, like, describe most of, like, what I sell. And, like, I felt awkward saying it because I didn't know if that was, like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd feel stupid, like, swearing. Not stupid. I just felt, like, unsure of if I mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like... It's almost like you were still, like... I was holding myself ob- back. Yeah, you were holding yourself back. It was, like, because little, little bits, but, like, yeah. not being my full self. So, like, things like that. Or, like, um, I did sell, like, some bold, like cool stuff but like not as much as I'd like to like I kind of played it safe that first year or like what I like the the message that I wanted to share with all like I would I always said rad clothes for rad girls but like I didn't really like dive into like what that meant you know like which is like so much more than the clothes and so 2018 is when I like really stepped into that and you can like go back on my feed and you can kind of see that shift happen where like I started showing up more. I mean, the first year of Lala, like, I had models sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that I'm against having models. I do think that, like, it's important for the owner to, like, be modeling or showing up as much as possible. I'm not against having models, but it was just, like, so hard to convey the vibe that I wanted, especially mm-hmm. here in Utah when, like, the vibe is a lot the same. Mm-hmm. Having these models come in and, like, me being, like, stick out your tongue and, like, well, peace sign. <laughs> they were, like, what the crap? So, like, it was just hard. And so I started just doing it because it was just easier because like I could do, I could do exactly what I wanted. You know, I'd look at inspiration and then I'd like do it or like I'd try on the clothes beforehand and make sure they look good. And then like, it was never like this thing where I was relying on someone else to make my vision come to life, I guess. But so like 2018 was like purely me modeling, like purely me buying things that like lit me up. Mm -hmm. Like it was never, I, I mean, it was like, the first year I would say it was like, sometimes I was like, oh, I love this. And sometimes I was like, this should do well, you know, like, and then 2018 was like, no, like I love this. I want this. I'm keeping one of everything. Like mm-hmm. it was like me fully going into that, even if it was like kind of scary. Cause I didn't know if other people would want it. Mm-hmm. And then it also just meant like me, like, I literally don't think I talked on stories once the first year. I mean, yeah. I would like post boomerangs where I was like doing a kissy face or something, <laughs> you know, like I think last year is like when I started to like, and I think I'm still, like, evolving into this, but it was, like, that's when I started to talk. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I should. Like, I, at first, I was, like, is this annoying? Mm-hmm. Do people want a business, a clothing shop? Do they want to hear yeah. the owner well, talking? Well, even still now, like, the other day you asked yeah. me if it was, like, too much. And yeah, I think, and it's something I'm, like, constantly coming yeah, into. Yeah, you just have to realize that I heard something on a, a 
thing I was listening to, to today that said, if you're worried about being too promotional, if you're worried about showing up too much, I promise you, you're not because you're, you're conscious con- of it. It's the uh, people who don't even think about it and they're just like, blah, 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 that it's like, okay, wait a second. Yeah, like yeah. you're not even, that so if you're sense. thinking about it, like you're fine. You're never going to show up too much. And honestly, like I would tell everybody to show up more than you're comfortable with. As long as you're still providing by show up, I don't mean get on Instagram and complain. I mean, just show up talking about your Please products, talking about your life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, it, you'll always feel like you're showing up way too much, but to people who are seeing your stuff, they're excited to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to like, remember, I have to remind myself this too. It's like, though, like not everyone's going to be your person. And if they are your person, like if everybody is your person, you actually don't have a person, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're marketing to everybody, you're marketing to nobody. And so if I'm showing up too much and it actually is annoying people, then they can leave and And the people people that care are going to stay. But like, that's just something I have to remind myself of. Like, for example, I was just telling Kinsey last night I posted on my stories and I was in like my bathrobe because I was like really cold. And I literally, I said, I'm freezing my balls off because I had just gotten back from a, sh- a photo shoot that was like in 15 degree weather or whatever. And I said that on stories and I noticed that after I said that, I think I lost like 35 followers within like the hour. And I was like, mm. what? And I was like, all right, if you guys aren't here for me freezing my balls off, you don't yeah. need to be here. So it's just funny to like see that. But anyways, yeah. So I would just say that like beginning of 2018 is when I really started like honing that. And like, it was like us working together on like quotes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That was me like really like, in con- I would make lists, like what words mean a lot to mm-hmm. me? Like what do I want to convey with all that? And like, those weren't just like cute things we threw together. Yeah. Like they had a lot of intention yeah. behind them. I like really wanted them to like be things that like meant a lot. And, and like, I think people don't see it. Like they don't imagine literally every single time you posted a quote, I have a note with that yeah. thing. Like my notes are it. like full of ideas. And it wasn't like we just threw it up. It was no. like going back and, that, and forth. I would say and... like that's a lot of what 2018 was. It was a lot of like intention and thought mm-hmm. and there could have been a lot more intention and thought, but like there was a lot. Not really for everything you were doing. Like yeah. for you, I mean, you I were mean, doing, doing everything. a lot of yeah. myself. Yeah. So that's what alignment like meant to me. And like, I'm leaning more and more into that. And, um, just, just like, like obviously because I own a clothing shop, I'm trying to make money selling clothes. Duh. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's my job. That's mm-hmm. how I pay my bills. But like, I think 2018 was a year where I was just like, this is so much more than me making money to like selling clothes. Mm-hmm. It's so much more than mm-hmm. that because like getting messages from like women who are like, I just had my second baby and like, I literally don't feel like myself and I like cry every day because I don't know who I am and I found your shop and I've bought things and when I put them on, like I feel like myself, like it mm-hmm. feels good or like people that are like, I've always been too scared to wear things, but I started buying this from you and now like it feels so good. Like it feels mm-hmm. so empowered. I'm like, yes, like that's what it's about. It's about like literally just providing the clothes that help people be themselves. Yeah. And it sounds like silly cause it's like, it's just clothes, but no, it's not. It's and like, not. that's the reason why I've always been so obsessed with clothes and fashion. It's like, that is a way that you can like tell the world who you are before mm-hmm. you even talk. And like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. So I just think that me like really sharing that message and just like telling people like be who you want to be it doesn't matter if other people aren't wearing this it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if people think this is weird or you know if you want the pink hair and you feel shy like do the pink hair who the crap cares like does it make you feel good that's all that matters and like that's been a lot of like 
what I've shared. And I think that, I think that that's like also helped me. That's like constantly given me like the power to keep going is like mm-hmm. knowing that it's, it's doing more than just selling. It is. Clothes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's like your superpower. Sometimes it can be intimidating. I know with me, sometimes I'll look at other stuff and I'm like, they're doing this. They're, they created an orphanage in Africa. They did this. It's like, we each have our own special sauce. And like yeah. your sauce is that like, that's one of the most powerful things you can do is make women feel, think of all the women who have then went out and done amazing things in your clothes because they feel more confident yeah. because they feel more. Yeah. I, society is just like always telling us to what to look like and like mm-hmm. what to wear and stuff. Right. And like, we all know that. So I think to, like, be able to say, like, hey, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. wear what you want and, like, do what you want. And, like, literally nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, it seems so silly to me sometimes that it's, like, such a big message for me. But it's, like, it is. it is. It's, like, empowering. Yeah. It's, like, wait, I don't have to, like, hold up to these, like, standards of, like, all these things. Like, mm-hmm. I can just do what I want and, like, you know. Like, yeah. it's, clothes are supposed to be fun. That's, like, what I always tell customers when they're, like, I got this and I love it. I'm, like, yes. Like, Mm-hmm. Clothes are supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Who said clothes should be serious? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so over it, you know? Yeah. How do you hope to, like, transition those things into the future? Like, what are your big goals for Lala? <laughs> You're, like, making a mysterious face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have, like, so many goals, but also, like, I'm just happy, like, with where I am. Like, I'll, like, think really big and, like, get excited, and then, I'm, and then I'll get stressed out. I'll be, like, really excited, <laughs> and then I'm, like, ah, but how am I going to do it? And then I'm, like, wait, but I'm right now too but um I do have goals like I obviously like want to have Lala exclusive pieces in the future like where I'm manufacturing my own things that nobody else can ever sell things that are like things that I love Mm -hmm. that I can't find anywhere um I just like I don't resonate with the word boutique like I just don't and like I really want Lala to be like a fashion brand and, and it is. Like, it, yeah. I think you've already created that. Yeah. Like, from the beginning, it's never felt like... Yeah. I, that's good. Team. Thank you. I just, like, want to, like, keep that going. And so, like, I don't... I think that, like, a lot of uh, Utah... Utah is, like, a bubble. If you don't live here, it's kind of like this little bubble. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunity and lots of entrepreneurs, and it's so cool. But also, it's, like, its own little world. And I think a lot of the time, like, it's easy for, like, business owners here to be, like but this other local boutique is, like, doing this, or this local designer's doing this, or whatever, right? Like, but I don't even want to think on that level, and I haven't been thinking on that level for a while, and it's so freeing. Like, I'm not selling to Utah. Yeah. I'm selling to all well, over. Well, honestly, when people start comparing to other boutiques, I'm like, what are you doing? Do you want to be another boutique, or do you want to learn from people who are doing it? Like, yeah. If you want to look somewhere for inspiration, look for the big brands you want to be like. If your goal is to be like the other boutique in your hometown, like... What's the point? Why? Yeah. Like, Literally. if that if that really is your goal is to be like this other boutique, then why are you starting it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it goes back to the whole, like, why are you starting boutique if mm-hmm. you don't love fashion? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're starting a boutique to be just like someone else, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, have your own, you know, vision. Mm-hmm. Like, do your own thing. And so, like, that's... When I think of law, like in the future, I just don't even think of a boutique. I don't think, I don't know. I just think like big picture. I think like fashion brand, like all over the country. We Right now we ship all over the United States, but like I'd like to ship like worldwide, you know, like I just want it to be this thing. And I think, I think you're right. Like I think people already think that sometimes because people will be like, you make cool clothes. And I'm like, thanks so much. But like we're a boutique. Like yeah. I don't design these. I like curate my shop. But, like, I would like to make them, you know, mm-hmm. eventually. I just want it to be a fashion brand that's just, like, 
known. And, like, when people, like, will ask me, like, what brands, like, inspire you or, like, what do you want to be like? Like, I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm not saying that in, like, a sad or, like, cocky way. Like, it's literally, like, I can see bits and pieces of other brands, but, like, I don't even Mm -hmm. see anything similar to what I want Lala to be like. Yeah. I think that's what's powerful. Yeah. It's, like, your create. It's felt like that the entire time. That's how it's been since I started. Mm -hmm. I've never compared or, like, I mean, you know, randomly here or there. But, like, I've never been, like, trying to literally be, like, something else. I've just Mm -hmm. been doing my thing. And, like, I think no matter what your business is, if you, like, stay true to you, Mm -hmm. like, literally you'll be fine. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's so cheesy, but... It's true. Don't, don't like let this, like just keep going down the path and like, don't let this stuff on the side, like distract you. And I think something too, that people struggle with, I mean, we were talking about copycats, but I know it's really hard if you have had a dream of starting a boutique and then you feel like, well, I don't want to start a boutique because I'm worried, blah, 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 think I'm copying them or whatever. Like, what would you say to those people who want to do it? They've always wanted to do it, but now it maybe feels like the market is oversaturated or... Well, first of all, stop following that person you're worried mm-hmm. that you're going to copy because mm-hmm. you might accidentally copy them without even intentionally Realizing doing it. it. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot. And, like, mm-hmm. I really... I realize that, like, when I see other boutiques, you know, doing similar things, I'm like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, we're inspiring each other. Like, obviously, like, you can get inspiration from people. I get it from other brands, too. But um, you have to just, like disconnect yeah like unfollow and do what you want to do like mm-hmm. get inspiration from where do you get Pinterest inspiration yeah. And yeah i i literally like i don't know it's i think being friends with you has like helped me like appreciate things like literally i would have never like noticed like the logo on like a toilet paper holder in a bathroom <laughs> before but like the past couple years i'll be like that font is freaking cool mm-hmm. or like I'll, like, look at the sky in the top of a building and be like, ooh. <laughs> like, I really feel like you've, like, helped me appreciate these things. But, like, literally, like, that kind of stuff. Or, like, I yeah, love New York. Just come, like, if you're only getting your inspiration from other boutiques, it feels like you've never drawn inspiration from other no, boutiques. No, because it's not, from all there, the other yeah, places. Yeah, there's nothing I... You, I, like... I just want it to be my own. Yeah. Like, it's... What's the point, you know, if you're, mm-hmm. like, copying people? So, um... And it even feels, like, bigger, like... The reason I think you're so ahead of trends is because you're way into pop culture. Because you're like, you know, it's like you're looking at things that are just coming out. They're just coming. Instead of looking at, you know, a watered down Utah boutique who has gotten onto the trends three or four years later, you're looking at it right as it's coming in. Yeah, and that's like another, that goes back to like being one of my only talents in life. (laughs) that I'm grateful not for. Not true. Not, you've literally built a business from nothing. Yeah, I'm grateful you, for it. Social media, fashion, modeling, No, modeling is not my talent. But you're Stop. good at it. It's a talent. You have to grow to learn it. I'm not, like, good at it, but, like, know my angles. Yeah, that's what it is. But anyways, um, that's, like, one of my talents is, like, I've never had to, like, look to see, like, what's trending. You just know. Yeah. Cause it's I your life. Know. I mean, it's like, I go to market and I'm like, no, no, no. Yes. No, yeah. no, no. Yes. You're like that too. Like we just, I don't know. It's just like a talent that, mm. cause I think a lot of boutique owners are like, okay, what's, I mean, in my last job that I worked before Lala, it was like, what is trending for spring 2020? <laughs> and it's like, who the freak cares? Yeah. Because I already like this and yeah. that's ugly yeah. and we're moving yeah. on, you know? So it's like, stop just stop and just like do what feels yeah. good. Yeah. And to other boutique owners, like it's okay if you're not like cutting on edge. trend. That's not you don't have to be. Like yeah. Like if you're just starting out, like I said, like unfollow the people that you're worried you're like you're gonna copy and just like 
do you literally when you see something like you love get it like Mm -hmm. the year this year is the year that like i refuse to sell anything that i am not obsessed with Mm -hmm. like i was telling kids that like last year like i everything that i sold last year i like liked at one point Mm -hmm. but i think like there's always stuff where you're like oh yeah i could sell that or Mm -hmm. there's stuff where you're like f my life i need that on my body Mm -hmm. right now i can't wait for Mm -hmm. it to come then this year i'm like yeah i need that on my body how did you uh, how did you deal with when you had inventory that maybe you weren't as excited about anymore because I talk with a lot of people and they're like, I'm just so sick of all the inventory I have, blah, blah, yeah, blah. How like would you deal point. with that? You, here's the thing though. It's like you bought that inventory. Like, yeah. So sucks for you. <laughs> you bought it and you're not going to push it aside and go buy more. What a stupid yeah. waste of your money. Like you don't buy more inventory to make more money. Mm-hmm. You sell more inventory to make more money. Mm-hmm. So if there are things I'm not as excited about, I will look for inspiration on how to style them. Mm-hmm. I'll style them in a way that excites me. I'll take cool pictures. Like, I'll mm-hmm. come up with ideas for pictures in that item with my photographer, Lily. And I'll make myself excited about it mm-hmm. again. It's not that hard. All mm-hmm. you need is, like, a really cool picture. And then you mm-hmm. get it back from the photographer. And you're like, freak, yeah, I'm cool. excited to post yeah. this. And I think it really is big, like, styling it. Like, yeah. yeah, if it's a shirt you're not that excited about and you pair it with jeans, like, okay, blah. But if you pair it with a jacket and this mm-hmm. and that, like, you can make anything look cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, stop buying inventory because you're not selling your other stuff. Sell that first and then buy more. And that's how, I mean, that's how I started Lala. Like, I feel like that's self-explanatory, but maybe some people don't get it. It's like I had those eight different items Mm -hmm. and I, like, was posting about them for, like, months, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like I got new things. I remember you posting about that, like, cheetah bodysuit all the time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, had this, like, sheer duster (laughs) that I literally, like, think I sold the last one, like, six months ago. Like, yeah. But I had to sell that stuff yeah. to buy more. Like, that was that. And it's just like, ex- I almost feel like people want to create an excuse, like, to not take accountability. It's like, yeah. I bought the wrong stuff. Like, that's why it's not selling. It's like, no, it's not selling because you're not showing up. You're not selling it. You're not excited about yeah, it. Yeah. Pe- it has nothing to do with it. Your customers will feel your excitement. Yeah. So if you aren't excited about it, get excited about it. Like I yeah. said, like, I mean, for me, all it takes is, like, getting back the pictures and being like, that looks so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it's the location with the outfit or like you added a lipstick or like have a prop, it's like you can make it look good. What happens if you get the pictures back and it doesn't look as good as you thought it was going to be? Um, Generally, if that happens, it's because I didn't like my poses in that mm-hmm. specific item. So or... do you practice your poses yeah. in like the clothes? <laughs> I literally see, like, it's a full day. Like, my employees will tell you I, like, take the day. I don't go into the warehouse that day. I steam everything. I try it all on. Some stuff looks, some stuff you think will look cute looks stupid. I restyle it. I make sure it's all perfect. And you do that once a week? Yes. Sometimes twice a week. Wow. So, yeah, it's, like, a serious situation. But, um, if I get the photos back and I'm not loving how something looks, even though I paid... For that photo shoot, I'll reshoot it. If it's really, really... Sometimes, I mean, Kinsey always tells me, she's like, you freaking <laughs> cared too much. But that's just part of the fun yeah. for me. Like, well, and, and like I said, like, I want to be excited about it. Yeah. The magic is in the details. Like, you've yeah. never, you know... And obviously, you have... Like, my last episode was about not being a perfectionist. But I don't think you've been a perfectionist. No. It's more just like you've known... 
what is going to sell the I'm not. I'm not like looking at my face. And, and I think that's like, really important because I think a lot of people, it's awkward. hard, it's hard not to. It's yeah. hard not to pick the picture where you look the skinniest or your oh, nose yeah. looks the best or. Oh, I've posted some pictures of like earrings where my pores were like popping <laughs> out of my face. Like it's literally, that's the thing. I'm glad I said that. Like it's not, it's maybe in the beginning I was like, it looks stupid, but like, no, like now it's to the point where it's like. I'm reshooting something if the way I was posing is like making the sweater bunch and you can't see like my favorite part of it or like the shirt accidentally got wrinkled from the way I was sitting and it doesn't look as cute anymore. It's like the focus is literally on the clothes. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I look really not what I would prefer to look in the pictures, but like as long as the item I'm selling looks killer, like Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. It's like disconnect. It's that ego thing again of what? like caring what people think about you instead of caring what they think about the clothes. Yeah, and it's like, like it's like, not about you. Yeah, well, and it's like, are you so? Are you like a robot? Like, are you trying to like be authentic or no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't show up. You can't be authentic in every part of your business, but then like never like show an ugly part of you mm-hmm. or like always try to hide your double chin or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, who cares? Yeah, people buy from people that they know and they like. That's true. Um, okay. Is this what would four you say? Hours? I'm sure this is... We might have to do a round two, because I feel like we could talk forever. Oh my god! But what would you say to people who are maybe wanting to start a boutique, but they're scared, or maybe they are in... They've started a boutique, but they're feeling uninspired. Like, what would you say to them? Well, hopefully, after listening to all four hours of this podcast, <laughs> you have some help. But, um, okay, if you're wanting to start and you're scared just do it. Like, I really think a huge part of my success is tied to me, like, having to make it happen. And I know, like, everyone has different opinions on this. Like, yeah, maybe you should save up for three months before you quit your job, but also maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just quit and just freaking go for it because that's what I did and that's what's gotten me where I am. So just do it and just, like, stay true to you. Like, learn from my mistake. Like, don't buy the stupid stuff that other people are selling that you don't like 100% or you think will sell well, like only by the things you love. Like mm. your people will find you. And if you have a boutique, but you're like not excited about it, just like get excited. Like I said, like, how do you like get excited? Like, what does that like, look like? Okay. Like for me, that could be like me being on Pinterest and typing in, say I have like a plaid shirt. I'm like over like typing in plaid shirt styling and then seeing some cool stuff. Hmm. I like that. Okay, cool. Maybe that could mean like going on a trip, like, mm-hmm. I feel like when we go to New York, we always come home with, like, mm-hmm. inspiration because it's, like, there's inspiration everywhere you look. Well, that's what I remember about, like, going to San Francisco at the beginning of last year. Yeah. It feels like both of us were in such a good place. It felt like that's when you stepped into, like, mm-hmm. 100% who you yeah. wanted to be. Yeah, and that's funny. Like, we went to San Francisco last January, and I, like, wasn't making a ton of money at this point at all, but we went... And I, like, paid for a hotel, and I remember I was like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive. <laughs> and uh, we went literally just to do a photo shoot, because my photographer was there on vacation. Her name is Lily. And, um, like, just things like that. Like, I look back, and it's like, yeah, I, like, probably stayed in my tiny little bedroom longer than I needed to, but I did spend the money going to San Francisco to mm-hmm. do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I also spent the money to go to New York last year mm-hmm. to take pictures. And so, like, those type of things that, like, really, like, excite, like, brought me, like, excitement and, like, inspiration, like, I did those things. Yeah. So, how like, would you, how would you say for somebody to get inspired if maybe they have no cash flow right now? How to get excited about it if there's, like, 
nothing coming in i mean pinterest obviously yeah like podcasts i mean like literally me and kinsey will like go to dinner and talk about whatever the crap business stuff for like four Mm -hmm. hours and it's always fun after like Mm -hmm. i leave being like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. there's so many things i I feel like we're really lucky and everybody needs a situation like this but we probably marco polo like yeah two or three hours a day when we're both in it's town it's kind of stupid my sisters were it. like when i was in town they were just like come on really? they were like yelling from the living room stop with the marco polo and we weren't even marco polo no we didn't but it really days. does help like yeah. to have somebody and i think that's the difference when people well like if you have a business we're invested in each other's businesses yeah. so yeah. like we're marco poloing because i'm like hey like how did your call go today or like what are you doing what are you working on or like she'll be like what are you at today in sales and it's like just find someone there's gonna be someone out there yeah and people want like chances are that other business owner that you follow reach out to them and say hey can we like start like a chat where we just boost each other up or whatever like say you go to dinner every Monday night like like there is there is so many things you can do to like get inspired Mm -hmm. like and yeah I just just get excited. Whatever mm-hmm. that thing is that makes you like get excited, you don't have to have money to do that. Like mm-hmm. go, go do it. Like go. Well, it's like sometimes even like right in your notebook. Well, all the going things to you... like Target and walking yeah. down the hall. You know, it doesn't have to mean like a huge. Some of my like most inspiring things, like at the end of the year, just barely, I sat down in bed for like thirty minutes, and I wrote in my notebook all of the things like I want Lala to eventually be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I was saying, like, I want to be a fashion brand, not a boutique. Mm-hmm. I want to be like a million dollar business. I want it to be all these things and like doing that and then shutting my notebook and sweet dreams. Like that makes me yeah. feel good. That's a it's good true. note to go to bed on. So like, I don't know. There's just, there's like inspiration and things you can do all around you. And if you're stuck in this like place of being like, I'm not excited and I'm over it and I don't know what to do. Like you need to get your shiz figured out. Yeah. And also like it feels You might like, not be in a good mindset. Yeah, you're not in a good mindset for sure. And mm-hmm. also you the biggest thing that you've had the whole time is gratitude. Like yeah. literally. Like you never I mean and that's why going to bed with that it's like exciting because it's it's never like yeah. well how am I gonna become a fashion brand? It's like yeah. it's just gonna happen naturally. Yeah. I'm thankful like I'm on the way that's to a that. good point. Yeah it's like if you're feeling unexcited and blah, like start getting grateful. Mm-hmm. Like how many followers do you have? 700? Mm-hmm. Like, there's 700 people. Yeah, well, it's like the thing that, that I always spending think their about. Time. Would you ever invite 700 people over to your house? Like, I, I wouldn't invite more than two people to yeah. my house. Like, yeah. you know, you have all those people there listening yeah. to you. This is so funny because I was just today, or this morning when I was getting ready, I was listening to your badass. Sorry, I'll get my own audible. <laughs> Someday. Audible's gonna sue you. Audible's gonna sue both of us. We're gonna go bankrupt. You're the one who told me to use it. You stole my Don't sue me. Okay, I stole it. I'm not (laughs) that kind of tech girl. Okay, anyways, I was listening to it while I was getting ready today, and she was just, at the beginning of each chapter or whatever, she's like, money mantra, and she, like, tells you something to say. And she just said, like, tell money, anytime you see money, anytime money comes into you, anytime you pick a penny up off the ground, like, express your gratitude for it. So, like, Kinsey came to pick me up for dinner, like five hours ago before we were filming this. <laughs> Just kidding. And my phone was like, you know, like if you have a Shopify app, it goes cha-ching, cha-ching. And as I was walking out the door, it cha-chinged a couple times. And as I was walking to Kinsey's car, I said, Thank you, universe and the money. Thank you, mm-hmm. universe and the money. I just, like, said it twice, literally out loud. And mm-hmm. I think that just, like, getting back into that zone, it's like, be grateful for every cell. For every Be grateful for every follower. Be grateful 
for whatever you have. If you can't afford a photographer right now, be grateful you can find a friend or a husband or a boyfriend be to take your pictures. Be thankful you have a smartphone to take pictures yeah. on. Like, be th- I mean, there's just so it, much. It's so possible to be grateful but be growing at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's a big that's part. That's what makes the growth yeah. happen is when you're in that mindset of, like, yeah. gratitude. Totes. Okay, I'm going to ask you a few random questions. I'm scared. But I, I don't have them planned, so I'm just going to name You're them off the top of my hand. No, I'm not. You already were inappropriate with a tip. Only. Okay, oh. who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> I, I wish we were filming. Okay, lately, obviously Jack Pearson. Oh. Milo Venad, blah, blah. What is Did you see the mo- new movie with no, him and No, you saw it without me, you jerk. Yeah, I saw it with my mom, and it was cheesy, but oh. awesome. But I also love Mark Wahlberg lately. What? Yeah. How tall is he? Five feet. I don't know. But something about him has sexy dad vibes. Did you see the new movie with him? Also, Michael B. Jordan. Whoa. I didn't know he was on your top three. He's sexy in I know. Um, Black Panther. He's sexy in everything. You won't even see Creed 2 with me, though. No. I don't even know Creed 1. I feel like there's another important person in my life, Noah. but I can't think of him. Oh, yeah. Noah! <laughs> What's his last name? Centineo. Yeah. Centineo. He's from um, To All the Boys I've Ever Loved. On Netflix. Did you know they're coming? Did you see that they're coming out with a second one? Nope. You didn't? No. Yeah, they're coming out with a new one. I think next summer or something. Okay. Yeah, my crushes are all over the place. I have like a fifteen-year-old. What about Justin Bieber? Always, Noah's but like not, not currently. I think he's like at least twenty-one. Yeah. Not I I'll always Justin. love Justin. I mean, if I saw him, I would. You kind of look like Haley Baldwin. You told me she's ugly. Haley Baldwin? Yeah. No, I didn't. I told you she was cute. I told her you her hair was cute. I think she's sweet. Okay, where's your dream place to go on vacation? Oh, Tokyo. Really? My dream is to, like, do a lot of photo shoot in Tokyo. Like, but is that Harajuku. your dream vacation? Is to go... If I could choose anywhere to go to Tokyo or to go just, like, back to Hawaii where we went. Yeah. I would just true. keep going to the exact same place in Hawaii over and over. <laughs> same. Okay, if you could be an animal for a day, what would you be? What? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what animal you would be? I don't know. Maybe just like I'm not really sure. Everything sounds uncomfortable. Like an elephant has like mud on it and like a giraffe. Like for its safari theme. Yeah, maybe just like one of my dogs. Just see what it's like. (laughs) Okay. um, What would you be? There's so many things I would be. Well, you didn't say one off the top of your head. Go sloth. Yeah, I thought about sloth, but what's the point? You just, like, crawl across the road you for, like, three days. You take so many naps. I'm not crawling across the road as a sloth. They, I'm cl- hanging they in crawl the across the roads all the time. Just if they're There's trying videos. to get somewhere. I'm not trying to get somewhere. There's videos where they crawl. I think I would actually like to be some sort of underwater What about, creature. oh, maybe a monkey and you kind of swing around? Oh, yeah. I would like to be a gorilla. <laughs> okay. They're fierce. They eat their No, I would like to be a lion. Gorillas eat their Duh. I would like to be a lion. A lioness. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I thought cheetah, but then it felt basic. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite lip color? Oh, Snob by MAC. Is that the one you wear most? What it's color, the light what kind pink. Of color is it? It's oh. like the light, light pink with a blue undertone. And then my other one I wear all the time is All Fired Up by MAC. It's like a dark pink red. Is that what you're wearing right now? Yeah, but it looks crusty. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you could have anybody over for dinner, like alive or dead, who would you choose? Lady Gaga. Really? Or just, like, you or something. Like, I'm not... Here's the thing is, like, I don't like to, like... I don't like the pressure yeah. to entertain. But if it was just, like, a casual situation and it was, like, Lady Gaga was coming over. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Who's your dream celebrity to wear Lala? Oh, 
Lady Gaga, maybe. Yeah. I never even thought about Lady Gaga. I feel like mm-hmm. we've talked or about like this Or, like, one before. of the Real Housewives. Like, uh, Really? There's this Real Housewife. You would think she's so cool. She's on um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. Okay, which is your, what is your she's favorite um, Real Housewives of whatever? Like, what? Franchise? Yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills. And New York, I don't know. Which is, if you could be any of the Kardashians, who would you be? Oh. Mm. Cut you off surprise. Who I could question. be, because you didn't mm-hmm. say who your favorite is. Yeah. Like, I'm no offense, but I wouldn't want to be Chloe. She's going through too much crap. No. And and she, it feels like she lost weight, but she hasn't found confidence. Like, it feels like she's now trying she's too always, hard like, to... editing be, her pics and Yeah, stuff. and she's trying too hard to be like her sisters, and it's like, nobody wanted you to be like them. I'm sure she, she felt the pressure, but... Well, yeah, she, like, got cheated on literally right yeah. before she had her baby, and so now she's, like, a mom, and she's, like, trying to figure yeah. out who she is. Honestly, I think I would want to be Kim. It sounds fun. Me too. And she seems a little more chill lately. Yeah. She definitely seems more chill. And she seems... I... No, I would actually choose Kylie. I want to date Travis Scott. Oh. Yeah. We were watching... I was watching the Kardashians a couple nights ago, and Matt was like, Kim is so annoying. I feel like Kim's the least annoying. It's because the way she talks on the show, she'll be like... Like, just when he's walking past, he's like, they are so (laughs) annoying. Like, you wouldn't be famous without me. (laughs) True. Okay. Well, if our listeners want to hear more about you, where should they go to find... Hear more about me? Okay. If you're... (laughs) If my fault... (laughs) I literally think this has been two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's expensive to be me. (laughs) This is going to be a bitch to edit. Do you know how much, how long this is going to take me? Sorry. Okay. If my... Listeners, okay. If my listeners want, <laughs> my listeners is creepy. Okay, so if people are inspired after listening to this and they want to see what a rad brand you have, where should they go? Um, first of all, thanks for being inspired because <laughs> this feels like it was all, it was like good. Like if I was just starting out, I would like listening to it because we covered mm-hmm. so much. But it feels like um, overwhelming. Overwhelming, yeah, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find me at at dressed in lala and lala i always like tell people this lala was like one of my nicknames growing up so that like makes it easier to remember mm-hmm. so at dressed in lala on instagram or dressed in lala.com okay well thanks yeah. for coming on of course thanks Bye. for having me <laughs>